This episode has been brought to you by Made With Rage. Made With Rage is a black British owned Etsy store selling Harry Potter and Star Wars face masks, perfect for this current times, swimwear, bags and loads more. All products have been handmade with love and care and bespoke requests are welcome. To find out more, click on the link in the description or visit etsy.com slash madewithrage0. You said you've come. Lawrence, Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Wulong Talks and welcome to the Wulong Talks podcast. Uh, my name is Jason. I'm the host of the show, as you guys would know by now. And today we're doing something slightly new and slightly different. Um, I have decided that I'm going to start doing a series of short podcasts uh, centered around action movies, some of my favorite action movies, because I know there's a lot of action movie fans out there. Um, some of my favorite action movies that feature women in the lead role. So uh, the podcast series is going to be called Shiro's. I know, very original. Um, but we will talk through this series uh, about a number of movies that are headlined by uh, women in the lead role because I think there's just some awesome action movies out there that get overlooked really sadly for one reason or another um so i'm going to try and use uh this space and and this podcast series to try and highlight a couple of my favorite movies um hopefully you'll find some things that you like too um and if you've got recommendations for me to watch that you want me to kind of carry out a, a review discussion on um by all means send it to us on the social medias i'll make sure there's a link in the description so that you can uh find out where to follow us and, and so on and so forth now for today's movie we're going to be talking about one of my faves from the 90s it's this bad boy right here the long kiss good night um this is a movie that i just i really adore <laughs> i really do um i remember first seeing it years ago in the cinema um when it came out around 1996 um and just loving it just being blown away by kind of the the visuals um but chiefly the performance of, of Gina Davis and also Samuel Jackson as well in a supporting role who's, who's just great, he's just Sam Jackson. But um, for those of you who've never heard of the movie before, uh, I'll give you a quick rundown of the synopsis as it's described here. So uh, Samantha Kane, who is played by Gina Davis, is a suburban school teacher who suffers from amnesia. When her mysterious past begins to haunt her idyllic life, uh, she sets out on a desperate search to discover her true identity. Aided by Mitch Hennessy, played by Samuel Jackson, a deadbeat private detective, she follows a trail of clues into the middle of a terrorist conspiracy in the US intelligence community. They slowly learn that Kane is much more than a soft-spoken teacher. Repressed from her memory is her former life as Charlie Baltimore, a highly trained secret agent and killer. But Charlie is slowly re-emerging, which spells trouble for the terrorists and anybody who gets in her way. Now, if that's not a dope synopsis, I don't know what is. But um, 
Long Kiss Goodnight, long story short, as said, is one of my favourite uh, action movies um, of, of any genre, really. I mean, it's one of my favourite movies of any genre. It, it always ranks pretty highly in terms of like the, the movies that you know I, I love to watch. Um, this movie is directed by Rennie Harlan. Um, some of you might know that name. He directed Die Hard 2 and Deep Blue Sea, among others. Um, and it's written by Shane Black. Uh, yes, the Shane Black, the one who did Lethal Weapon, the one who's in Predator, um, various other things that he's done over the years, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, um, lots of stuff. Uh, so you kind of know if you're a Shane Black fan and you're an aficionado of his work, you kind of know what kind of script he's going to deliver in terms of dialogue. There's going to be lots of zippy one-liners. Um, there's going to be lots of gags um, and there's going to be some dark stuff going on as well. Uh, and you get plenty of that in spades in this movie. Um, I don't think like I've ever heard <laughs> Shane Black's lines delivered as well as they are by Samuel Jackson. Um, but he really does kind of just... Yeah, he Sam Jackson's it, so, you know, he's awesome. But um, as said, really, you know, the, the star of the movie for me is, is Gina Davis. Um, the reason being that because in this movie she actually has to play two characters, not one. So uh, she inhabits uh, one character called Samantha Kane, as you heard in the synopsis, who's um, somewhat mild-mannered school teacher. you know, your, your kind of um, typical middle America apple pie mom. Um, that, that's basically who she plays. Uh, and then she has to play this other character, this absolute badass savage <laughs> called Charlie Baltimore. Um, she manages to do both of those superbly well. Like it, it kind of watching her in the role and, and watching how well she does with this movie. It kind of leaves me wondering why she never really got more of that kind of work. I mean, I, I know she did Cutthroat Island, but... I can't really think of many other kind of action type roles that she did. I mean, perhaps she didn't want to be pigeonholed. Um, that may be something that's worth looking into, really. But uh, she, you know, is is absolutely fabulous because she's able to convince you that she is, on the one hand, as said, very mild-mannered and, and very... Um, very meek but then on the other hand switches to this complete and utter badass who would take your life in the blink of an eye um and that's what makes the the character of charlie baltimore so so much fascinating so fascinating and, and must have been so much fun for her to play as well um the direction from rennie harlan is really cool as well there's loads of awesome shootouts uh one of the things i love about 90s movies is that they don't give a damn about innocent bystanders like everybody gets shot <laughs> like, the bad guys are absolutely terrible shots and they will shoot the shit out of everyone and everything but the person that they're aiming at um and that's one of those things that you don't kind of see in in modern action movies i guess from a morality point of view you don't really want to be doing that um but yeah you kind of miss that <laughs> you do miss that kind of wild stuff it's it's crazy really when you think about it but um yeah, the action really is on point here. There's some really great set pieces. As I said, I don't, I don't want to go too much uh, detail into actual breaking down scenes and things like that because that's not really what I'm, I'm aiming to do with these videos. I want to try and keep them short and sweet. But if you do want to have kind of like detailed discussions and spoiler discussions about these things, then I'm super down with that. So um, yeah, just drop me a line and you know I'll be happy to uh, chat with you and, and geek out about this movie because this movie is amazing. Um, if you haven't seen the movie before, I highly recommend you do track it down. It's should be available on most streaming services by now. Uh, I'm not sure if it's available on Netflix in the UK. Um, 
but I think you can get it on Amazon and possibly on Google Play, and I'm sure Apple probably has it by now as well. Um, <clears throat> so there's plenty of places you can track it down, or you can just get a DVD copy. I mean, the, the, the copy that I showed you earlier is actually um, one that I bought online for like a pound, I think it cost me, um, because I had had it on DVD before, and I, I don't know what I did with my DVD copy. But, but yeah, it's probably not that difficult to get hold of one um, that will have... Uh, that plus a few extras and things like that as well but it's definitely definitely worth a, a movie worth checking out and as said it's worth checking out alone just for gina davis's awesome performance um samuel jackson's support and for the action scenes as well because they're really great but there's lots of other people who pop up in the movie as well there's uh, david morse uh, the late david morse he's he pops up in there as well brian cox who i'd completely forgotten was in this movie is in it and he's fantastic he it's basically just a cameo role that he has but yeah he's brilliant as he always is and everything so um yeah there's a few you know other recognizable faces that are in there craig burko's in there as well um so yeah there's there's quite a few kind of like names that will be familiar from the 90s so if you're especially if you're a 90s action for the fan then, then there's definitely faces that will pop up that you'll think oh yeah i've seen you before in that thing um so definitely go and check out the long kiss goodnight can't recommend it highly enough it's super awesome um and as said yeah it should be available everywhere Right, next up, I'll be taking a look at the Korean action movie The Villainess, and I can't wait to talk about that one. But if you do have any other uh, suggestions for me, you said, for um, female-led action movies that you want me to kind of check out and talk a little bit about, then send in your requests, um, send in your recommendations, and I'll be happy to do that. Um, as said, check out the links below in the video on YouTube, and if you're listening on the audio podcast, um, then you'll find a link on there as to how you can get in touch with us on social media as well. Cool. All right. Well, until next time, we'll go and see some ass kickers. Take it easy, people. Later. Thanks for listening to us. If you're down with Wulong Talks, show some love by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Wulong Talks. You can also find us online at www.wulongtalks.com or drop us an email at wulongtalkspodcast at gmail.com. We can also be found as part of the BrickPod Scene Collective and we're also officially E14 endorsed. Search for those hashtags to enjoy more content from us and from other great British podcasters. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome to episode number two of Shiro's. Uh, what is Shiro's, you're asking? Answer, it's a series of short podcasts that I'm doing at the moment uh, to talk about some of my favourite uh, women-led action movies. Uh, some of these are movies that you probably will have seen many times. Some of them might be movies that you've not seen at all, in which case I hope you go and check these out after watching these videos um, and it gives you some inspiration to uh, go and check those out. So uh, without further ado, we'll click on with the first uh, movie that I'm going to talk to you about or the movie I'm going to talk to you about today, which is a movie called Chocolate. Now, uh, just to clarify, this is not in reference to the movie starring Julia Binoche and Johnny Depp. Uh, this is not a romantic co uh, comedy slash drama <laughs> about the production of chocolate. This is a very different uh, movie. Chocolate is a 2008 uh, Thailand action movie. 
Uh, it stars a, a new Thai uh, movie star called Jijin uh, Yanin. Jijin uh, Yanin, sorry. I'm going to butcher these Thai names, man, so you're just going to have to roll with it on this video. Um, but the movie stars Jijin uh, Yanin and is directed by uh, Pracheya Pinkil. I believe is the correct pronunciation. Uh, you know what? If you're Thai and you're watching this and I've got this wrong, I'm sorry. Please do feel free to educate me um, because, yeah, as you can tell, my Thai is not very good. Um, but the movie is uh, directed by uh, Princhea, as said, and he directed Ong Bak, uh, which I'm sure you've all heard of, the Tony Jaa uh, action movie, the movie that launched Tony Jaa's action career, um, The Warrior King, and various other movies as well um, from that kind of genre and that sort of sphere. Uh, Thailand does have a really, really good kind of subset of, of kind of gritty gangster slash action movies that they do. Um it's worth checking out that that kind of back catalogue uh, anytime you, you get the opportunity, especially if you're looking for something different to watch that's not just your kind of typical run-of-the-mill Hollywood um, action thriller. Anyway, um, Chocolate is a movie that I absolutely adore. I love it. Um, I'm recommending it to you guys because um, it's just one of the most visceral kind of movies that, that you can come across in terms of the visual style, in terms of the martial arts style, the stunt work and everything else that's included with it. It just, yeah, it packs a punch, quite literally. Um, what's the movie about? Well, it's kind of a simple story, really. Uh, there is um, a woman who, who starts off the movie called Zin, who is um, somebody who works in, in the Thai underworld and works for the Thai mafia. Um, she essentially is a debt collector of, of sorts, um, somebody who, who effectively kind of um, rounds up and collects money for um, uh, somebody called Number 8, who is the, the kind of big boss, basically. Um, anyway, uh, Zin falls in love with a Japanese gangster um, called Musashi, who it's established at the beginning loves broken things, Um which uh, is, is kind of a bit like on the nose for where the story is going um, because essentially they um, they run away together and they have a child, a daughter, who is born with autism. Um, now, because of the autism, it means that she doesn't enjoy the kind of neurotypical um, childhood that, that your average child might have. Uh, and because of those restrictions, she finds it difficult to, to kind of do anything other than play with her toys as a child and uh, quietly and not really talk or interact with, with things. Um, anyway, it, it's soon discovered that uh, one of the things that this daughter named Zen has is uh, like a photographic memory and the ability to kind of recall and, and retain information, especially when it comes to physical movement. Um, which plays a big part in the story later on because uh, what she's able to do is to learn how to perform martial arts and to fight and to tumble and, and to do various different physical things that, that other people, it will take time to, to do, she learns almost instantly. Um, so that leads her and her adopted brother Moomin down a, a path of, of kind of um, sort of performing various tricks for people um, because uh, Zen's mother Zin is diagnosed with leukemia 
uh, quite serious leukemia and, and requires surgery and uh, is left with very high medical bills so they're trying to do everything they can to kind of raise money um, they discover Zinn's old ledger I guess you would say that that, carried, that had all of the information of all the debtors uh, that she was going around collecting money from um, and they decide that they're going to go that's Moomin and, and uh, Zen decide they're going to go and collect money and follow up on these old debts um, and that leads us down the road to some crazy crazy action scenes um, you know one of the things to, to point out about this movie is that the star Jin uh, Yanin um, this was her movie debut like she hadn't made a movie before she'd actually auditioned for one of uh, Pinkeo's other movies and he said that when he saw her and when she did the audition for the other movie he was so moved by her performance and not but not just her performance her attitude towards um, the work that even though she didn't get the part in, in that particular movie she was auditioning him for he was determined to give her a part elsewhere so he actually kind of ended up writing and creating this story for her specifically um, and for her to showcase what she can do and boy she can do a lot um, she spent two years before any filming was done she spent two years just physically training just training her body to get in the right shape and the right position to be able to pull off um, the martial arts work and the stunt physical stunt work so that in itself tells you a lot about kind of the the mindset of you know the Jijan and, and, and what she was trying to achieve and how serious she was about trying to achieve it and also tells you a lot about what the movie is trying to achieve. There's a real kind of strive for authenticity, as there usually is in, in kind of um, Thai action movies. There's a real strive to kind of make sure that everything feels as real as it possibly can. Um, and in many cases, you know, there is full contact fight scenes happening um for people who aren't familiar with that it just basically means they are actually hitting each other <laughs> so they're not pulling punches it they they might wear a little bit of light padding on their chest and things like that to protect those areas but otherwise it's just kind of swing and go for it and if you get hit you get hit <laughs> um but all of this kind of lends to a set of real feel that, um of authenticity to what they're doing and that in itself, along with the choreography, leads to, you know, a really, really thrilling experience with a lot of these fight scenes, as said. Um, there's some really standout moments in there. There's a couple of tributes to, you know, there's one tribute in particular to the legendary Bruce Lee in one of the earlier um, fight scenes that's really cool and really well staged. Um, there's another kind of tribute to Tony Jaa as well and, and what he did in um, Ong Bak that's included in this movie that's um is a great homage but it also does its own thing as well and it kind of really sells on um Jijun's kind of skills and, and what she's good at um the actual like performers and, and the choreographers are all um you know professional fighters there, there's some people who were involved who were you know current and former uh, world champions at, at Muay Thai um, there are others who, who have backgrounds in, in other martial arts as well who are involved and um, it just gives it as I said a real kind of ruggedness and 
um, a vivid depiction to the action scenes that you just don't get from other Hollywood movies, really. Um, one thing I would say to look out for at the end is to always look out for the montage that you get at the end of these movies as well. Again, if you're not familiar with martial arts movies, they usually have a montage at the end that kind of shows you um, just how much physical pain and suffering the cast and crew went through in order to put this movie on the screen. And again, kind of shows you the dedication that they have to their craft um, and how serious they are about it. And yeah, this one is particularly <laughs> brutal. So make sure you go and check that out after the movie finishes as well so you can um, appreciate exactly what these people have been putting themselves through. But um, for me, as said, chocolate is um, really outstanding. It does take a little while to get going. Um, so there is that. The, it, it can be a little bit slow at the beginning. So you're going to have to go f get through that. Um, some people might not necessarily find the portrayal of autism the most sensitive and nuanced. Um, which is... I guess kind of a fair enough criticism because it, it, at times it isn't very subtle about how it, it deals with these things. But at the same time, I would say, are you really coming to, you know, a Thai action movie and expecting subtlety on something as complex as autism? Probably shouldn't be if, if you are doing that. There's better examples out there. But none of that kind of hampers your, your movie going experience. And as said, it's an absolute blast and it's great to see um you know women put into roles where there is tremendous emphasis on physicality and and that kind of um emphasis on on, on showing that a woman can do just as much as a, a man can do in these same scenarios and situations is really kind of pleasing to see um and really enjoyable and it just makes it for a different experience from what you usually always get you know with uh, I don't know about you, but you know, with me, I get bored of seeing the same kind of thing over and over again. It's nice to have some variety and have something different within this genre. And to see uh, Jean Jan doing her thing on on the big screen in the way that she does is is a big boost um, and a big plus for me. So I would highly recommend you go and check out Chocolate. Um, it is available. The only streaming platform I could find it on is Apple uh, Apple TV. So. You'll have if you've got an Apple TV account, you can probably find it on there. Um, I think it may be available on YouTube Premium, but let's be honest, nobody wants to pay for YouTube Premium, so I doubt any of you are going to go and try and track it down there. So I would say the best thing to do is maybe just get a, ch a cheap copy on DVD because uh, there is an imprint that uh, came out under Cine Asia under the Cine Asia brand and banner in the UK. Um, that's where I got my uh, Blu-ray copy. Uh, the Blu-ray was like £6 and I think the DVD you could pick up for as little as like 2 .50. So, um, you know, if you want something that's a, a cheap watch that's, that's worth checking out, then uh, do that. Um, and as I said, if you're interested in the, streaming it, then Apple TV should have the, the movie available there. All right, that's going to do it for episode two of Shiro's. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you for uh, clicking on the video. Uh, there'll be an audio version of this up on the podcast channel very soon as well. So uh, if you're subscribed on the podcast channel, make sure you check that out. Uh, otherwise, thank you for watching. If you enjoyed this video, please do share it around with your friends and let them know. Um, you know, any exposure you can give us is, is greatly appreciated. And, we, you know, we really, really would be grateful for it. So please do 
um, feel free to share it with your friends. Otherwise, I will see you for episode three of Shiro's real soon. In the meantime, take care, stay safe, and we'll see you soon, folks. Peace out. Thanks for listening to us. If you're down with Wulong Talks, show some love by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Wulong Talks. You can also find us online at www.wulongtalks.com or drop us an email at wulongtalkspodcast at gmail.com. We can also be found as part of the Britpod Scene Collective and we're also officially E14 endorsed. Search for those hashtags to enjoy more content from us and from other great British podcasters. 